Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. February 4th, 2021. Homemade soup. The Black Donnellys. Stealing whiskey. Barbie dolls. And, letting women wear trousers. This, is, awesome, today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Are we alive? In five. I was looking to my other co-host over there, <laughs> seeing if maybe he or she would like to start the show. Start the show. It's, uh, you know, time's ticking. Kids will knock the ceiling through any moment. Hi. Hi. How are you? Why'd you do that like I'm going to edit all that out? <laughs> you absolutely are. <laughs> You plainly don't listen, watch the show because uh, why should I listen? The I editing is, it. has been getting looser and looser. You've been leaving in day. all the pre-talk. I'm sometimes leaving more I, and more. Sometimes I use incredibly inappropriate language. Don't the awesomes know it? Oh my gosh, are you serious right now? I'm serious. Now I've protected you thus far. What's happening to my face? What color is um, it? <laughs> White, red, both. It's splotchy. Are you, is that a hive? Uh, what's happening? Oh my gosh. I've not embarrassed you yet. Yet. But maybe you should be on better behavior when you're around me. You never know. Apparently. I just want the people to know how mistreated I am. Uh, yes, it's very evident. Anybody who's ever listened or watched, it's very clear. No, it's not. What it's clear to is the people who get the inside, behind the scenes shot they're like damn kyle really is a saint i would never have believed it yeah but he is well it's national it's february 4th yeah um, in case nobody brought that up earlier um it's national homemade soup day well it's about time i like homemade soup mm -hmm. i like to make a soup in my home yeah and you're very good at it we have a very simple i would call it even foolproof recipe for soup okay and i'm just gonna rattle through this it's super simple it's super simple but incredibly delicious it is incredibly delicious i would even say it's deceptively simple like you hear the ingredients you're like mm, i'm gonna right? pass on that but no you should not pass on it right you need to do this so i have a piece of ice i didn't mean to take in uh so there okay had to get rid of that it's going to distract me. I couldn't swallow a hole. It hurt my little baby throat. <laughs> yes. Um, here's what you do. You get two onions. You get five ribs of celery. You get two carrots. You cut all of those up small pieces. Okay. You need stew meat. What do we usually get? A couple pounds? Yeah, at least, yes. Okay. What? Three? Yeah, three pounds. Three pounds of stew meat. Mm -hmm. And if you can't find stew meat or you don't like what's there... 
we have absolutely purchased a roast mm -hmm. and just cut that into chunks and used that as well. Works mm -hmm. just as well. Mm -hmm. Then you want a just a normal size tube of breakfast sausage, mm -hmm. like the patties inside the plasticky thing, right? Yeah, a little tube, <clears throat> a little one pound uh, yeah. tube. Literally the only seasonings you absolutely need are salt, pepper, garlic. And you go light on the salt and on the pepper and go super heavy on the garlic. And you need a couple of quarts of beef stock. Okay. You, I like to skillet sear, like get the skillet pretty hot. Um, throw some, some fat of some kind in there, whatever it is you like to use. If you're a olive oil or a coconut oil or tallow or fry up a couple strips of bacon, do it that, whatever we've done, pretty much all the things it all works, but really get a good sear, almost even a, a char yeah. on that meat. Um, and then as soon as that's done, you try to leave the juices in there, pull that out, throw it to the side, uh, literally throw it. Otherwise it won't work. Mm. And then get your sausage in there, brown it up again, keep all the, all the juices and things. Yes. That's where it's at. Mm -hmm. Um, then in whatever stock pot you're going to cook the whole soup in, again, you can do your fat of choice, butter, bacon, tallow, whatever, whatever it is that you like to use, get that going. Get a decent amount in there and then dump all your chopped vegetables in there. Um, let me back up. You do want to salt, pepper, heavily garlic the meat. Oh, yes, for sure. Okay, while you're while you're in the midst of everything. Yes. Now, if you have fresh garlic instead of uh, powdered or whatever, granulated, yeah. um, you can wait a little later into the mix of things. Uh, mm -hmm. As I understand it, the fresher something is, the later you want to wait to get it into the recipe, but in the case of bottled seasoning you get that in there as early as possible in okay. the cooking process so it has time to kind of reinvigorate itself all right so you get your uh, get your vegetables going in that fat stirring that every little bit you can do i uh, don't go crazy with the salt go super soft if any um it's almost better to wait and salt and pepper at the end to yeah. taste yeah but you can, again, you can do some more of the powdered garlic, or if you do have fresh garlic, now's the time. Get that in the mix with those vegetables. Uh, you want to get them just kind of like you would, where the onions are a little bit translucent. Yes. You can go as far as you want with it. Sure, of course. It's fine. Uh, but that's all the further you have to go. And then from there, when it gets there, you'd throw your broth in. I like to get it back up to a, a an aggressive simmer, low boil, again, and then dump the meat in. Make sure... Uh, and I only put one quart of broth in at that time. Then get the meat in, and then I, I pour in, if necessary, just enough broth to cover the meat, mm -hmm. getting it all stirred in there. And then I want to bring it up to a rolling boil and then knock it down to a simmer, and then let it go for as many hours as you can. Mm -hmm. Two to three is advisable. If you can go four or five, that meat, because you've basically just been braising it the whole time, mm -hmm. it's going to be fall apart tender. That's why you can use crappy yeah. cuts of meat. Sure. Um, it's it's fantastic. Now, if you want to swap things up a little, you can include. You can goosh a little bit of wine in there. I wish you wouldn't say goosh, but that's fine. Um, well, it's a goosh because we have wine in a box. Wine in a box. That's a goosh. It's not a pour. Yeah. It's different. But you could pour wine. And in fact, if you have a bottle of wine that's past its prime, don't throw it out. Save it for something like this. Yeah. Um, you do a little balsamic. Likewise, you could do a little bit of whiskey in there. Um, I like at some point to get a good shot of lemon juice in there. The acidity kind of helps everything. As it's time to serve, 
Uh, you could either pour cream in there. You could do a little sour cream. You could do some cheese. You could do all of it, but you don't have to do any of that. Mm -hmm. It's just a really simple, solid soup. And if you're not a beef fan or you just happen to have chicken, yeah, you can do this with chicken. Of course. If you have uh, something already boned, you yeah. can skillet cook it in the same way I suggested. If not... Um, we in the past have gone and bought and bought and yeah, yeah. We, we bought them things and damn dare things. Uh, we have purchased rather the cheapest of like chicken quarters oh, or yes. whatever, mm -hmm. um, season them again, salt, pepper, garlic, and then cook the hell out of them on the grill to the point of yucky mm -hmm. and then bring them in, let them cool, debone, chop it, throw it in. Mm -hmm. That works just as well. I would substitute over to chicken stock rather than beef. Though beef would probably still work. Um, so, yeah. And I would guess you could probably pull that off with fish in some way, shape, or form, too. It's just a really simple, solid base and soup. And we make a huge pot and eat it for two days at least. And we have a large family. That's right. So what you got to watch for is the little buttholes that eat all the chunks of stew meat out of it and just yeah. leave the the gravy in there. Yeah. Inevitably, once it gets stashed into the fridge yep. for the next meal or leftovers or whatever you go back to it and that's part of the reason we started including the thing of sausage in there yeah because when truly. somebody ate all the beef there was still some yes there was still some meat in it exactly and the flavor doesn't hurt at all oh parenting's fun yes well hey if it's your birthday today i'll be thrilled to tell you that you share it with shakira Yes, you do. So happy birthday to you, and may your hips never lie. Never. Hers never did. That's right. It's been verified through science. <laughs> yes. Well, today in 1784, we have the first unmanned balloon flight in Ireland. Now that's, you know, you could just take that at face value and move on. Mm -hmm. But let's think about this for a minute. Yeah. Unmanned balloon flight. Ireland. Uh-huh. The home of whiskey. Yes. My home, my and Meg's native home sure. of days gone by. Uh-huh. Um, here's what happened. <laughs> here's what happened. The It was supposed to be a manned balloon flight. Mm -hmm. Drinking was a little heavy. Mm -hmm. Things went awry. There goes the balloon. And one, just as everybody was losing their complete and utter shit over the whole incident, right. one industrious Less drunk person stepped forward and said, look, it's the first unmanned balloon flight. That's how and it they, happened. they saved the day. They're like, okay, fine. Let's go back to O'Malley's. They, yes, back to O'Malley's. That's good. Yes. And thank goodness that they were able to turn history around in the moment. Otherwise, it could have been the first balloon shot out of the air yeah. or knocked yes. out of the air with empty whiskey bottles. That too. Or a keg catapult. Oh my. Any number of weapons created through the use of drinking leftovers. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, in 1824, mm -hmm. rubber galoshes first introduced to the public. Thank you, J.W. Goodrich. Yes. Not Goodyear. That's Not Goodyear, but Goodrich is still a yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Rubber and tires and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever worn rubber galoshes over your... Over your shoes. Aren't galoshes meant to be worn over your shoes? I believe they are. Here's the difficulty of growing up in Oklahoma or South. You don't know how to you don't know how to handle gear like that. I know. It's not normal enough to you that you know how to handle it. Yes. I remember 
one winter I was, gosh, it was somewhere between first and third grade, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. it, we'd had a, an uncharacteristically heavy snow. It was in northern Oklahoma. So by all means, you know, that many, uh, that many minutes drive away from here. Um, yeah, much more severe cold winters. Anyway, it had snowed and we had no snowshoes. Of course, we wanted to play outside. And problematically, we had no empty sandwich bags okay. to slip over our socks and then into our shoes. Yes. In our white trash, used to white trash homes currently, not when I was growing up, although yes, when I was growing up, but when the kids want to play in the snow, we literally never have snow right. gear for anybody. Right. You're lucky if you have a coat. Yeah. So we do like a... A sandwich bag or a Ziploc over the socks. And then if I have them, a grocery bag on top of the shoe. Oh, wow. We so never like... we never double bagged it. <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> anyway, any kind of uh, what you can grab from around the house to protect your, your footwear. Mm -hmm. That's all I know how to do. I do not know how galoshes work. Well, we went to... It wasn't, I don't think, it wasn't a Walmart. I don't think Walmart was a thing yet where we lived. We went to whatever big box thing. TGNY. TGNY, Kmart something. They had a quote unquote shoe section and we got galoshes for everybody, but they were literally just, it was a, it was a sheer rubber boot, which mm -hmm. I'm sure you're supposed to pull over a shoe, but my mom didn't get that size. And we didn't know to be like, hey, wait a minute. We didn't know. Yeah. Um, and so I had, you know, a good two millimeters of rubber mm. directly over a sock mm. that I was then sent outside to go play. That's why I have no toes on my left foot now. <laughs> oh, no. The frostbite was real. It explains so much. I didn't lose any toes. But that's what we had. There was no, there was no getting a shoe down in there. In fact, I think what they had available and or on sale was even... So tight, I could barely get it on with a sock on. Oh, no. So I was fortunate to have the socks. Oh, my goodness. Okay. In 1866, Mary Baker Eddy reportedly was cured of some of her injuries. Not just some, maybe all of them. I don't know. Well, she had a specific injury. She'd had a slip and fall. Okay. Well, she was cured of that injury by opening a Bible. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the event which basically served as the beginning of interest in... The Christian science movement. She went on to be quite a pivotal figure in all of that, writing all right. things, I think, being maybe the inspiration and or maybe original author of, like, Christian Science Monitor and some of that. Okay. It's interesting. There's a lot to read about it. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to make of that. I've never been healed opening a Bible, but I've never... Tried. I've never tried either. Yeah. I would have to buy a Bible. No, that's not true. We have Bibles. We have them somewhere. I mean, they are Catholic Bibles, though. Yeah, so, so probably it'd just make me sick. No, that's not because right. we're a bunch of Protestant heretics. No. Um, 1880, the Black Donnelly Massacre in Ontario. Okay. Canada. This sounds familiar, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Tell me what you're thinking. Don't uh, read my notes. I didn't read your notes. I feel like the Black Donnellys... Not in history, but currently is an Irish mm -hmm. uh, band that does like... Oh, well, that's possible. That's very possible. Irish... Uh, what's the word? Like... Dirges? Not dirges, but it's like that. It has a G in it. Um, Maybe. Gurges? 
say jig, but that's not the word, is it? Um. Anyway, I Irish traditional Irish like bar songs, drinking yep. songs, whatever. I feel like there's a band called the Black Donnellys. I could be completely you're, I'm no, having a fever dream. You're right probably now. right. You're probably right. There was also I don't have fever. A but. two that you do. Yeah. I felt it. My hand felt it. Okay. Um, there was also a 2007 television show on NBC that was called The Black Donnellys. Okay. It's not the same thing, though this show does kind of loosely reference some of the history around the real life Black Donnellys. History is fascinating on this. Um, the Donnellys were Irish Catholic immigrant family who had settled in Upper Canada in the 1840s. They were Black Irish, which I had to look up because I've heard the term and I've just never bothered to figure out what does that mean. Okay. This is a term used for Irish people who have black hair. Oh. Sometimes, sometimes a dark complexion, sometimes dark eyes, um, each layer of that being more and more rare. Okay. But they're not uncommon amongst the folk of Ireland, reason being, um, this is most likely, it's a, it's a genetic result of Spanish sailors, Spanish traders who ended up settling there. There was at least one major, like, fleet wreck with Spanish sailors making it to shore okay. of Ireland. Um, this was in the 1500s. So certainly anything in yes. today's day and age. And I've, I was told before by a matriarch in our family who had a genetic test run that this is how we figured out we have black Irish, which would certainly fit my hair and beard. I'm black and salt and pepper Irish, I guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they were Catholics. They'd moved into the the thinnest of slivers of Catholic regions within a very, very aggressively Protestant area. Okay. And there was a lot of oppression there, just as was true in the United States and all throughout. Um, within this whole story, and it's too massive to unpack appropriately to give it its due, mm -hmm. you have land title disputes, a feud, physical altercations, heated competition between stagecoach businesses, vandalism, arson, the peace society vigilantes coming into the mix, uh, using a heavy dose of liquid courage on their way in, because if the Irish can do it, so can we. Mm. Uh, the massacre itself, a second massacre. Oh my. At least two major trials, so much more. Um, now, for a long time, this was an issue that Canadian government wished to sweep under the rug. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Um, and even years afterwards, years afterwards, they, mm. they admitted to not wanting to dredge it up because at that time, uh, they were fully aware that many of the names implicated in this, undoubtedly guilty, were ancestors of modern-day very prominent families. Aha. Uh -huh. This... This especially and still true during 1954 when Thomas Kelly uh, published The Black Donnellys, a book, which in and of itself generated a whole lot of new interest in this old case. Mm -hmm. uh, it's only been relatively more recently that the suppression efforts have finally waned. That So now much more information is available to anybody interested. It's fairly easy to find out there. Um, and, and even within the region and around it where these events occurred, 
it's become a tourism venue oh. around the event. Yeah. It's a big deal. It was a big yeah. deal. It involved big families. It involved lots of money at mm. the time, social status. It was a big deal. Um, very fascinating. Very fascinating. And I highly recommend if you need something to read, that's something worth poking around at. Okay. Well, I never knew the full history. I only the the sort of name mm-hmm. sounded familiar, but that was it. So, oh. well, in 1920, in the midst of, of course, prohibition efforts, a whiskey heist. Occurred. I love a heist, especially a whiskey heist. A whiskey heist is the best kind of heist. Right. 21 barrels of whiskey were stolen from a Pennsylvania brewery. Now, since we're well past the statute of limitations, it's probably okay to admit our involvement. Everyone suspects I it anyway. I borrowed a car from my friend Henry Ford. There we go. We it was a getaway it. car. Did you know that during Prohibition, liquor licenses, they were actually technically and legally still being granted? Of course they were. Of course they were. The alcoholic beverages, however... They could be sold, but only so long as the alcohol content did not exceed half of 1%. So let's have a little conversation on that. Okay. I'll try to keep it relatively brief, or I won't. One of the other. Okay. One or the other, not of the other. If it was one of the other, that'd be a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. So ignore that I said that. Okay. Um, In Oklahoma, because of Native American tribal land, I think this is true for Utah and perhaps a few other places. I don't know if this is true in Florida. There's also uh, still Native American lands there. Mm-hmm. We have 3.2% alcohol beer. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everywhere else has six point. Now we have six point here, but you can't buy it refrigerated Mm -hmm. and you have to buy it at a liquor store. It's a whole fascinating thing. Like that's going to really save anybody with an alcohol issue, which it's all related to what's obvious and true and known that Native Americans struggle a little bit with the alcohol content. I feel like that law maybe was adjusted a few years ago when we passed the law that... I've still not seen six point... Really? For sale refrigerated. Well, I don't live now, in the beer case very often. You so may be able to get it other than a liquor store, but, but I, I don't think you can get it refrigerated. Like, for some reason, refrigeration is the major savior of the day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In any event, you've got that going on. Yeah. If you look at traditional whiskey, most whiskeys, not all, 
the vast majority of whiskeys are sold at 40% alcohol by volume. And so if you're talking about half a percent is what was available, that means you'd have to drink 80 shots to have wow. a shot's worth of alcohol. That sounds miserable. You would... Just have one shot's worth. You would get... Have you ever heard of being water drunk? It's a yeah, thing. Yes. Uh -huh. It's a thing. We experienced this in athletics when kids were trying not to get dehydrated. Mm -hmm. They drink too much and then get a, a water hangover kind mm -hmm. of effect. It's mm -hmm. a bad deal. Mm -hmm. um, it is very dangerous. Uh, things go on in the old system and it's not good. Uh, you, you would actually encounter that long before you ever got yeah. enough alcohol to make a difference in your life. Might as well just go like drink some mouthwash or vanilla. Turpentine, extract. anything. Yes, right? yes, yes. All right, 1938, the animated film Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs released by Disney. It made more money than any other motion picture up until that point. Makes sense. It's a good show. I guess. I don't really like Snow White. I mean, when you're a kid. When you're a kid. I can understand not wanting is, to watch it as an adult, but... The witch is pretty scary, I feel like, on I don't Snow know. White. I don't know. The stepmother slash witch. I don't think she could fight Grumpy. Mm, you might be surprised. Or Dumpy. Not Dumpy. He's, or Frumpy. Yes. Okay. Or Stumpy. Yes. Any of the, the, the P.Y. dwarves. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, 1959, moving ahead in time, today was the first day of the invention of the Barbie doll. Yeah. I know that's a real controversial thing nowadays, but it wasn't when we were kids, and no. so I included it. Now, this doll was created, and this, in fact, should be a reason that, that maybe even women could begrudgingly accept this. It was created by Ruth Handler who was also one of the founders of Mattel. Okay. That's significant. Yeah. The doll was named after Ruth's daughter. All righty. Later, when the Ken doll was made, it was named after Ruth's son. That's a little creepy. It's creepy because Ken doll just had the smooth spot in the yeah. crotch. And it makes me wonder, what happened to your son, ma'am? What happened? How so? Were you so busy at Mattel, there was a <laughs> genital accident, and he was... Smooth spot Ken, and then this was like, it's okay. See, the doll has it too. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't think so? No. And also, of course, Barbie and Ken are meant to be romantically paired together. Listen, Ken is romantic with no one. Okay. How dare you? He can't be. Yeah, he just has the he's a fun. He's a eunuch. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. It's true. Look at it. I'll go buy the doll if it makes that much difference. I, I would rather him have a smooth spot than be anatomically correct. Wouldn't that have been <laughs> Wouldn't that a have very different upbringing <laughs> if dolls had junk? Man, I loved Barbie. I had a Barbie collection. Did you? I can I... remember. Go ahead. Nope. I had, my for my sixth birthday, I wanted, lusted after, just dreamed of getting the Malibu Barbie, and I did. I got it for my sixth birthday, and that nice. was the beginning for me of my collection. Did she come with the pink car? The she did pink not Corvette? come with the car, no. That was a different Barbie, yeah. or a different oh, purchase. Yes, that was okay. a different purchase, and that reminded me, when somehow, some way, my mother procured for me, like at a garage sale, someone was getting rid of the a super tall Barbie dream house, and it was like completely open. I've never seen one like it. It was all open, but it had like columns running through it, and then the walls were like made out of cardboard. Oh my gosh, it had an elevator. I loved elevator. that thing. Wow. I loved it. I played with Barbies until I was 
actually probably too old to be playing with Barbies. Never, never. Uh, from kindergarten through second grade, the neighborhood I lived in, I was the only boy of my age. The next closest was six years older, and he was creepy. And so there were two girls that were exactly my age, and I often, we would go to each other's houses and innocently yeah. play. And I remember, because I don't recall, I, my sister was probably, my sister's six years older than me, so she was probably well out of the Barbie doll phase before mm -hmm. I was ever aware of what was happening. Mm -hmm. um, if, in fact, my mom ever purchased anything besides the knockoff version. Yeah. Um, in any event... I do recall the first time I'd gone over to one of their houses. They had a full Barbie collection, the pink Corvette, all that, and a Ken doll. And I didn't even, you're going to think I'm making this up because of prior conversation here. I didn't even get a chance to inspect his nethers. <laughs> she immediately grabbed him, whipped his pants down, bent him in half backwards and said, look, he doesn't have a, a penis. <laughs> And so that's probably at least part of the reason why it's so impactful to me that Ken does not have a penis. I would say so. That was some early formation around Ken's really formation was. for you. It really was. Okay. Wow. 2004, believe it or not, 2004, Facebook is founded by Mr. Mark Zuckerberg. Or was it? Was, was it, it indeed? Not, in fact, founded by the Winklevoss twins. And then Mark stole it. Yeah. They, they were... I would suspect in the process of founding it, they didn't realize they needed to hurry up because someone might steal it until That's, it was too late. Until it was already too late. Winklevoss is one of my favorite things to say. I much appreciate the pluralization of it because they're twins where people call them the Winklevi. Oh, yes. That's good. Yes. yes. Very good. Good, good. Well, 2008, we're in the heat of a legal battle trying to decide whether or not the U.S. Navy should be allowed to use mid-frequency sonar, which they were using to protect our country from attack via submarine. It's literally the only thing that was effective at picking up submarines. Yeah. Now, it was suggested, and I'm not trying to piss off anybody from any of the multi-lettered organizations who are out there to protect the rights of anything that's not human. But that's kind of what was happening. And it was suggested. I looked. There was no proof beyond anything other than a, I suspect, okay. that this mid-frequency sonar might impact marine mammals like and especially the beaked whale. The beaked whale. The now, majestic beaked whale. Guess which coast this was the biggest outrage on. I would guess... No offense to any of our West Coast awesomes, but I guess the West Coast. Yes, it was the West Coast. Purely yeah. the West Coast. Everybody else was like, what, we're still talking about this? Um, and so today was a ruling by a federal judge that was like, Navy, screw off. You can't protect us. Oh. We'd rather die with the whales. Oh, okay. Well, that explains a lot. It did, however, remain an active and hot topic in the court systems, making it all the way to the Supreme Court, where in November then of the same year, 2008, finally they ruled, hey, the Navy has the right to protect us, especially in the event that there's no valid proof here that this does in fact impact water mammals and especially the beaked whale. Well, now that we all know how very anti-beaked like whale you are. Everybody just hold on. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. The beaked whales are okay. 
Are they? Yeah. Did you do the, did you find that? I wrote that? one. Okay, good. In fact, right before I got the Jeep, I rode it over to where the Jeep was kept because uh. America, especially within Oklahoma, is filled with waterways we're, full of whales of the beaked variety. We're known for our whales. No, I don't know. I It just struck me as, as because of everything that's going on right now within government that is so over-the-top crap, it was like, yeah, I can see where the beginnings of this occurred. Oh, honey, this has been going on a lot longer than 2008. I know. I'm just saying. All right. Well, in 2013, I'll say that women's pants are lifted. No, wait. Woohoo! Not the pants. A ban is lifted yes. on pants in France. Pants, France. Did you mean for that tall? The naked lady dance. Yeah. There's a whole kid's rhyme about That's that. That's right. Well, in France, a twenty no, not twenty, a two hundred year old law that banned women from wearing trousers mm -hmm. overturned. You know, I'm glad you specified trousers because in Europe, when you're talking about pants, people assume you're talking about underpants. Yes, yes, not trousers. You must speak the language of Rome if you are in Rome, mm. or France if you're in France. That's right. Well, in reality, that law, of course, hadn't been enforced for a very long time, but. That did mean that many women were technically running around in their pants, scandalizing the nation and, and breaking the trousers. law on a daily basis over their trousers. If they're yes. running around in their pants, they better be on the beach. Yes. Now, you had a, a question, sir. I do have a question. And I have an answer. So, recently we've had, I think it was Amsterdam. Is that yes, where it was? Yes, that's right. It was in Amsterdam. That was you have a great memory. Notification of a major bra burning event. Yes. How how were there no pants burning, dress burning, skirt burning protests? In fact, most, I would think, a, a decent percentage of outfits, the bra's the most expensive thing. And they're, why wouldn't they have just been all willy-nilly burning the other things? Well, number one, even the, like, most expensive bra, if you're wearing high-end clothes, it's not going to be the most expensive thing you're wearing. But how many people wear high-end clothes? Well, in, in France or just in general? <laughs> Whatever studies you can cite, ma'am. Here's why people, ladies, want to burn their bras, because they're freaking uncomfortable. Most people, I don't do this, but a lot of women, a lot of my friends, as soon as they okay. get home from out and about looking put together and all of those types of things, as soon as they get home, they take their bra off. Okay, then let me shift perspectives. Yes. What's more comfortable, a skirt or trousers? Trousers. Really? Well, it depends. It depends how how country. could that even possibly be? A skirt, you're all free and like standing it. over a fan like yeah. uh, Mar uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe yeah. and all that. How could a... I would wear a skirt. I would wear a skirt. Why do you it think depends. the Roman soldiers fought in a skirt? It depends on the cut because a lot of skirts, unless it's cut and tailored exactly for you, it cuts you right in the middle parts. Is that untrue about trousers? Yeah, the trouser no, waistband is a lot more forgiving. Nope. If trousers are also not a special cut and tailored, there's a problem. Okay. I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of people, and let's just narrow it down to one. And let's say my eighth grade English teacher who wore trousers and they were pulled up all the way directly under boobage. Uh -huh. She was an, an, an older lady. She was ahead of her um, time. They were exceptionally tight. Yeah which then allowed some weird things to occur below the waistline. You cannot tell me those were more comfortable than a skirt. I don't know. I will go buy a skirt today. Okay, let's do it. All right.
this episode's over. We're going to uh, the Walmarts. Yeah. I just, I just, one way or the other, something should have been burned and not a bra. That's all I'm saying. You can also burn your bra and still walk around. What like if I could... burned your bra right now? While I'm wearing it? <laughs> no. I I would go get one you're not wearing. I wouldn't uh, attack your person and steal your bra. Okay. But I recall this morning as I made my way out of the bedroom stepping on one, so I know where one is. I'm wearing that one right now. Oh, you're wearing that one. Well, <laughs> good. You have foot boot. <laughs> Listen, if you... If you want to go to a protest, mm -hmm. you can go to a protest publicly. You slip your bra off without removing any outer clothing so you get arrested for mm -hmm. public indecency. You throw your bra onto the burn pile and you can still walk around in public and not get arrested even though you don't have your bra on. So well, that's, there's a practical element to it too. Okay, okay. I can kind of flow with that, but I would accept that practice more readily if... You were just like, okay, I'm going to leave my good bra at home, and I'm just going to take this cheapie that I bought at the dollar store and I throw like it, it on the bonfire. I'm doing it. Because at the end of the day, what I'm most upset about is the burning of a high dollar value garment of clothing for no, no real solution. Because I promise you, a vast majority of the women in Amsterdam and in other places who burned those expensive bras, the next day, they, were, they got up and they were like, damn it. Got to go to the store and buy another bra. Yep. Now I don't have the budget for a nice one. Right. And I got to buy a Dollar General store bra. Yep. <sighs> what was I thinking? I, I'm I, just trying to help you. Help me help you. Help me help you. I admire your pragmatism about it. And I admire your uh, care for fine garments. Especially things that go up against your skin. Yeah. I've recently spent almost an embarrassing amount of money on... Manly undergarments. Yes. Um, those built for non-kin dolls. Yep. And to the thought of burning those, it's like, wait. There's nothing you there's can There's a imagine. lot of good wearings left in that. And they aren't comfortable. But I thought they were. All underwear is restricting. I spent a lot of years as a commando. Yeah, you did. Um, so you, there's no issue that you can think of that you would be so incensed about that you're like, I am so angry. I will burn these underwear. It would only be in an instance where my personal degree of anger and being miffed yeah. was against the actual maker of that pair of underwear. Okay. Because in that event, I would be writing off ever owning something by that maker. Okay. All right. So if you wanted to have a Haynes Her Way revolt. You support that? I support that. I get that. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm tracking with you. That okay. sounds good. Uh, we have three trendings today. We may have yesterday as well. I cannot recall. It doesn't matter. It's not a It's not a contest, Meg. Quit trying to have a trending measuring contest with me. All right. Um, number one, in the Sort of Awesome Patreon Facebook group, mm -hmm. which is called? Uh, you don't even know. SA it's Sort of Awesome Superstars. Yeah, SA Superstars. I'm sorry, Superstars, that Meg doesn't know the name of your group. Okay. It's okay. Um, awesome Jessica started a thread, the topic being... The number one song on your seventh birthday will define 2021 for you. I was intrigued. Yeah. I looked it up. Thank you. Mine was Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. That's good. That should make for a great 2021. Yeah, you feel like you're going to go out and train like Rocky? And... No, 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 no. I'm just going to punch somebody. <laughs> don't, okay. don't overstep here. Yes. All right. What's mine? I didn't even look. I looked it up for you. Okay. 
Yours, disturbingly, is When Doves Cry by Prince. I know that song, but I'm not super clear on the meaning. So. The, the gist, as at least I understand it, which may or may not be true, it's kind of like a story of a, a love interest where things are pretty fiery, uh -huh. and they yell at each other like doves cry, uh -oh. and... It's, yeah, it's the passion's big, but it isn't always good. You're staring down the barrel of 2021 I, for us. I'm then. pretty terrified by you and I, right and, now. And you're going to punch someone. This could end poorly for I'm, both of us. So far, have never punched a woman under 80. <laughs> oh, so far. I don't think I will. And that this one time was year. a special exception. This could be the year 2021. We're living in unprecedented times anyway. Maybe. So. Maybe. Well, something else that's trending is that Jeff Bezos is stepping down as CEO of a little company you may have heard of, yes. Amazon. From what I gather, one, don't get excited. It's not like he's leaving. Okay. He's he's going to be in control, but he's giving away the title more or less so that he's, he's basically passing off the crap he doesn't want to deal with every day, and he doesn't want to be the brunt of media blame okay because we are right now entering into potentially an era where big tech gets attacked we'll oh. see well we'll see i guess but yeah he's not going anywhere well he has enough money to go somewhere if he wanted to i don't know why you wouldn't yeah i don't know why you wouldn't the only other thing i could postulate on this is he's so ass chapped over the fact that Elon Musk surpassed him as the richest man in the world. And he's like, I quit. Ooh, I like that And story. then they're like, well, Jeff, you can't quit. We'll let somebody else wear your time. You can't quit. Okay, fine. I'll be just the other officer. I like this as the beginning of an enemies to lovers romance between Jeff Bezos and, and Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. is, this has good potential. I feel like if they were to ever face off with each other, like in a men's restroom at a fancy event, yeah. that they would hug like on Step Brothers yes. at the end. Yes. When Brennan and... Can't, no, not Brennan. Can't remember Brennan's the, the other one. It's Will Ferrell and whoever his brother was. John C. Riley. Yeah, they, they hug and it's a, a, a awkward, violent, punchy yeah. thing. That's, that's what would happen between yes. these two. Yes. Okay. All right. Trending number three. I'm going to skip it. I'm sorry. We have two trendings today. <laughs> and they were the, the third one. No, I'll share it. I'll share it. It's just so preposterous. It's not awesome. It's preposterous. If you suffer the brain damage of even loosely tracking what goes on on Capitol Hill, uh -huh. then you're likely well fully aware of... This controversy that's going on between AOC, Senator Ted Cruz, and now a myriad of others as well, she she live-streamed a very significant thing talking about how, I think it was her secretary had warned her she that people were coming or something she'd run, and this was on January 6th, uh -huh. uh, that she'd run through her office into the bathroom, closed the door in there, um, you know, near panic attack, anxiety-ridden, hearing people out in the hallway screaming, where is she? Where is she? And tells this whole story, tearing up at times, all of that, and then takes this really 
convoluted long path journey in social media, and I think it was a Twitter battle or something, yes. with Ted Cruz ultimately claiming that because of all this, ultimately that he is guilty of attempted murder. Okay. And it's like, whew, that, that's a lot in and of itself. Well, as it turns out, this is just recently coming into, into view. Her office... The hallway, the entire region of the of the campus in which her office is in was never breached. Mm-hmm. Which means the entire live stream was bullshit. The entire fabricated thing, no, didn't happen. Which is despicable. Now, she's not letting go of the lie that easily. She's trying to sidestep and counter, and it's just... It's embarrassing. And not just for her. This this is embarrassing. This is who we have running our country. That is amazing. Well, and I'm certainly firmly in the camp that the people who have been running our country have been embarrassing for a long time. It feels like, though, let's just say in the last 16 to 20 years, which I know feels like a long time. To most of us to think, whoa, what was I even doing 20 years ago? Some Um, of our listeners weren't even alive yet. We were just barely married for a little bit at that time. Yeah, and some of the listeners may not have been alive. But it's been this, things shifted. And and every little bit, there's a big, like, like you hit a giant bump in the road and your car shifts three feet to the side and then you recover and, but nobody corrected course. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Um. Not to drag the whole mood down. It's just bizarre. And at some point, I really do hope we we wake up, we shake ourselves out of our routines, uh, the things that involve us in this moment, and we get a little bit more concerned about kind of mopping up the mess up there. <sighs> up there being from where we sit. All the I Northeast know. is up. Oh, All I know is you have pretty well made it to where you're never going to get that White House press secretary job now. So listen, good job. They couldn't handle me. (laughs) There was another trending I left out about the White House press secretary, basically crapping all over the Space Force. Oh, man, Space Force. Listen, it's easy. It's easy because it's new. But wait for a minute and recognize this is a branch of our military. Yeah. These are everybody that serves there is somebody that's serving our country. Yes. And it's deeply inappropriate to make a negative comment about them, whether you get what they're doing or not. And damn, if you're the press secretary, you ought to understand who they are and what they do. She didn't even know who was in charge of it. To Yeah, it was a mess. That's a whole nother thing. I just uh, didn't intend on including that. But now you've got that. Now so we got four Really down in the, you're below Kendall's nether regions of smoothness and your lowness. The good news is no one has to try to find an email address for you now. They know exactly where they can go to. Well, you yeah, come on. They're angry comments. Don't jump ahead too far. And that's all the way down to lifestyle. And mm-hmm. we are transitioning into world. Yes. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. Yep. What might people watch? Well, if you'd like to remember how Mark Zuckerberg Zuckerberg stole Facebook idea from the Winklevoss twins. Why mm-hmm. do I want to say Winklevoss? I feel like Winklevoss. Call them whatever you fun. want. Uh, you could go back and watch the Social Network. Mm-hmm. 
You it's could, an entertaining you could, movie. You could dig up the 2007 series. I think there's 16 episodes of the Black Donnellys, understanding that it's not the same thing as the Black Donnellys we talked about. But as I understand it, it's a decent it's a decent thing. Yes. Not maybe just a little dark at times, but yeah. uh, I may I may myself go do that. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Well, neither of us have anything to read at the moment. You skipped Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh my Dwarfs. gosh, you could, of course, watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I mean, I think I'm not going to, but... I'm Off sure camera, you suggested maybe everybody should smoke weed and watch it. <laughs> I said don't watch it unless you've had some kind of... Uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't say. Did I say weed specifically? I said you should get high and watch it. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Maybe, maybe your version is prescription painkillers and a shot of the good stuff. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a great way to watch Snow White. I would don't not, do it. Don't I'm just do kidding. That. Do don't not do that. do that. Don't do that. That was a joke. I have nothing to read. Okay. You wanted to say go read about the Black Donnellys. It's fascinating. If if that's something that interests you, like I said, there's a lot of information there for the type of person. That, that likes to dig a little. It's not hard. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll find a mirror. The hardest part will be digging through the fluff. Yes. Uh, but there is a lot of information out there. All right. Listening-wise, I checked out the most recent episode of one of my favorite podcasts, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. It's Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Highly enjoyable interview. Not like laugh-out-loud funny, but just really good thoughtful stuff. And one thing that I did not know that I discovered in listening to the story, Brian Cranston has been acting solidly. That has been his full time, no side gigs, day jobs, nothing. Full time since he was 25 years old. He's 65 now. He did not get the role of Hal on Malcolm in the Middle until he was 40. Yeah, and when he was fifty, is when he got the role of Walter White on. Uh, that Rising was big. Back. That was big. So I just thought, like, that's really that's very encouraging. Like, he's been working very hard in that industry for a long time, but his biggest breakouts did not come out until he was solidly middle aged. A lot of people say forties are the magic decade. Yes, so it's a good listen. I loved Brian Cranston. Then, like so many other Hollywood people, he felt the need to use his platform as a means to get political. Yeah. I lost all respect for him in that moment. Then, fairly recently, he's he's mildly redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. Because some of the stuff that he said specifically was, it was both ignorant and offensive. Mm-hmm. And not, not unique to whatever party you land in. Um, it had bothered me a lot. And so I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, very recently, I thought he he brought some very mature things to the table, pointing out that within cancel culture, what you lose is human forgiveness, yes. a second chance, a, a lot of things. And he, he risked a lot mm-hmm. speaking against that, as it is the dominant culture now, and it is the very thing he could get canceled. Who knows if he will or won't. Um, but it does seem like I've heard him... Very recently, I've heard him. I've heard Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. Is it Hawke? Yeah, Ethan Hawke. He's an actor? Yeah. yeah. Him. Um, crud. There was another one that was surprising to me. Who is it? Denzel Washington's always... He's never been buffaloed by anything because he got big enough he he could just be bold. Mm-hmm. Um, man, who was the third? Anyway, it doesn't matter. There was a third... Um, and it does seem like maybe, maybe we've reached the point of insanity that a few people will start to step up and say, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. 
That's a that's a strong hope of mine. I like that hope. It's enough to give you hope for Eye of the Tiger for 2021. Maybe so. Maybe so. All right. Lifestyle. Yes. We have a new Facebook group. We do. Facebook.com slash group slash awesome today. Go check it out. We have almost 50 people in there already. Right. Just in day one. Very low admission standards, um, which kind of fits me. I'm yes. But it's been so fun to have our own little gathering space. It's so been busy in there today. It's been very busy. We've, we've begun to have some suggestions uh, to help me as we search for a name for the new Jeep. There's yeah. pictures of the new Jeep in yes, there. Yes, that's right. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. It'll be stuff. fun. Just come on over and join us. It's good. Yeah. So we have not made it out to shop for a new washer yet. Uh, Jeep life has overtaken the week and also just regular living life. So, in the meantime, as our washer has been broken, I've been taking advantage of a local laundromat's wash and fold service. And by golly, is that luxury living. Yeah. To have somebody take your laundry in the morning, a couple hours later, it's done, and it is folded so satisfingly well. Yeah, I I'm don't like, know how, how they can do I it. even go back to having my children fold laundry when I've had the pinnacle, the nirvana of... Yeah. I don't, even, I don't even want to go to a retail store to buy clothing no. because those shirts are filled so poorly compared yes. to what this place does. It was magical. So there's that. Let's, uh, let's round it out with a little Jeep talk. Talk about the Jeep. We sussed through a few more details on the, on the business side of things. Mm -hmm. Talked with the dealership today. It's, it's here, obviously. It's yeah. not like, yeah, it's a different thing sorting through. Um, I'm so yeah, the pickup that I owned before the Jeep that I just got rid of, I'd had that for 12 and a half years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Long ago, we reached the point where I'm not going to waste my time washing it. Yeah. It, just make sure it's outside when it rains. I don't know. I washed it like twice a year, just when I was bored or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's this whole new world now I've got to reintroduce myself to. So I'd. I've been doing a little bit of soft research on what, what do you clean a window with? I don't know. What do you? What about uh, tire dressing to make it look nice and shiny and black and clean? But you don't want something that throws crap back on your vehicle as no, you drive. Oh, absolutely it. not. That. So yeah, I'm, I'm learning a lot there. I, I went ahead. I picked up a couple of those things today after I picked up our daughter from school. Cleaned the windows. They look immaculate. Yeah, they do. I have not okay, yet used like, the tire treatment because yeah. I was tired. It's gleaming in the driveway. Mm -hmm. Gleaming. So, yeah, if we run across any fun things there. Now, you've got some things you've been doing for your mm -hmm. Suburban, and I'm learning from you, too. So. I mostly am worried about the leather interior because yep. I love a leather seat. I want these to hold up. So Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe more on that to come in the future. Yes. Is there anything that we missed? I don't think so. That is all of it. I believe so. Okay. I feel like we went eternally long. I don't know. We'll see either way. What happened, happened. In the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. If you haven't yet made your way over to the Awesome Today Facebook group, you should. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.